This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Oh, well done, Javante. My line when I dial Davy's number. I get a click every time. <laughs> it's the telephone man. This, oh, this is, is Unsportsmanlike with Evan Candy and Michelle coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Oh, yeah, you heard that. That was Greeny, who joined us earlier in the show. You can go back on the ESPN app, listen to our podcast. He was not good, but great with us for the 10, 15 minutes he was on. And we started today ESPN phone tag. What does that mean for those just joining us? You heard a little bit of it. When we have a, an ESPN guest in like Greeny, we're giving them the opportunity to pick our next big guest from ESPN that uh, we haven't had on that we should get on. Yep. And he picked Joe Buck, and it is now the job of Nuno and Pat and our producing team to get that person on within one week. Then when they get that person on, that person picks the next guest within a week. All right. He wanted to start with Hembo, who's down the hall. Instead, he started with the iconic, the great, the broadcast Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's in yet, but he should be in Joe Buck, Monday Night Football. So I like that they're reminding everybody that that happened. Well, the reason why Greeny decided that he was going to shoot for Joe Buck and not Hembo is because he found out that there would be a penalty toward Nuno <laughs> if we didn't get Joe Buck on for the following week. And the penalty is yet to be determined. Yeah. So I think we got to put that out there to our people on Twitter and people to call in on a Dr. Pepper call-in line. I think that's the situation right now where we got to get people – to try to figure out what should be Nuno's penalty That's a great if, idea. If, if we don't have Joe Buck on in the following week. Do you, just, do you just want to agitate everyone on the staff today, Canty? I mean, <laughs> uh, excuse, excuse me, excuse me, Nuno. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do well, First of all, wait I didn't do that. That was your boy Greeny that did that to you. I didn't do it. Greeny did it. Why are you blaming me? This guy does that to me. You know how many times... His producer will text me, be like, hey, Greeny wants you to pop on, and I will go over there and hop on and entertain him, and then he does that to me. I wow. see where it is. Did you, who did you just make yourself into exactly? Him. Like, oh, hey, you know what? The show's struggling. What should we do? Let's get Nuno on as a guest. You think that, that's how you just portrayed it with Greeny there, Nuno? I said what I said. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> hey, you can be a part of Unsportsmanlike Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season. Without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the ones fans deserve, and you can be a part of Unsportsmanlike Nation. CeCe just gave you the invitation. Love it. What should Nuno's penalty be at 888-SAY-ESPN if he does not book Joe Buck or any of the ESPN phone tag guests that we're going to have within a week? We want to hear from you guys on what that penalty should be. So we just talked with Wendy about possible NBA trades because that's always trade season in the NBA. Yeah. Um, we're now very much in NFL trade season. We saw Kevin Bayard go from the Titans to the Eagles, all pro safety in the past. They give up a couple of picks as well as uh, safety Terrell Edmonds to get him. If I said to you right now, give me a name, two names, three names, whatever it is, of, of a guy that should walk into the general manager's office, knock on the door, and say, listen, it's it's time. I'd love to go somewhere else. Who are you thinking about here? Brian Burns from the Carolina Panthers. Get me the hell out of Carolina. We ain't won a game. All, and and we're, we're in week eight in the NFL season? Get, get me out of here. What am I still doing here? You haven't paid me yet. I'm looking for a long-term deal. My rookie contract is up. Like The fifth-year option is done with. Get me out of here. Give me out of here. Get somebody to trade for me so I can go ahead and get the bag. 
That's what it's got to be for Brian Burns. He's languishing down there in Charlotte. The Carolina Panthers are an organization that's floundering. They're not close. It's not going to be a one offseason before this team gets turned around. It's a multi-year rebuild around Carolina. And now with the comments from Frank Reich over the last month or so, I don't even know if he's going to be the one to rebuild it. If you're Brian Burns, what the hell do you want to stick around there for? Go to a team that can contend for a championship. Everybody needs pass rush help. You can never have enough good pass rushers, and Brian Burns is one of the best young pass rushers in the National Football League. This guy is the next $30 million a year defensive player. Go ahead and force your way out of Carolina. Get traded somewhere. You best believe with the compensation that it would cost for a team to acquire you in a trade, they are going to give you your bag of money. So if you're Brian Burns, knock on the GM from the Panthers' door and say, yay. Let's get this thing done over the next week. Do we think Devontae Adams has already had that conversation? I know that the Raiders are in a much better position than the Carolina Panthers, but everything he's telling us publicly, if we're deciphering his comments, is that he doesn't want to be there and that he knows that he can contribute to a team that's in a much better position to succeed. So I'm wondering if he hasn't already had conversations like that. Yeah, it's a good one. I I would guess no, because wouldn't he have a little egg on his face? He didn't want to be in Green Bay. Right, because of the uncertainty around the quarterback position. He then asked specifically to be with his college teammate Derek Carr, who's no longer there. He's no longer there. Then he would go knocking on the door with Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, the general manager, and say, you know what, this ain't it for me either. Now he's more so compared to James Harden than he is Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. I don't know. His comments were that he wants greatness, and he knows that he's in a situation in Vegas where he's not going to achieve that. He has a finite amount of time left in his career. He wants to go somewhere where he can win. He's not going to win there this season. So I don't know. I think that he could absolutely spin it, and I'm a competitor. I just want to win. So one player I've been thinking about, he doesn't. He said publicly he doesn't want to go anywhere, but I think it's going to be a rude awakening for him at some point. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is going to want a contract extension with the Giants after this season. And I don't think he's going to come close to getting what he actually wants numerically. Mm -hmm. The question is, is Saquon Barkley going to say, you know what, this feels right. Everything about Saquon Barkley feels like a Giant to me in terms of what I grew up on with the Giants, what you guys grew up on with the Giants, in terms of the class, the character, the way in which CC's teams operated all those years, looking for those kinds of people, right? And, yes, good football players. Like, you see Saquon Barkley. I don't know him, but you can understand why CeCe would be a teammate with Saquon Barkley, character-wise. He yeah. feels like a giant. I'm saying this unbelievably complimentary. But I don't know that the Giants are what they were when we were growing up or when you were winning Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And so where does he have the best chance of getting a contract extension at the number he wants? I don't know that it's with the Giants. Or it shouldn't be with the Giants. Yeah, and I, and I don't know that there's going to be another team that's looking to extend Saquon Barkley either. So either, then, even then if, go somewhere to even, win. Even if they trade for him. So that's the point. Like, you would probably want to go somewhere where you can be more competitive than than you can with the Giants this, this season. Now, Saquon Barkley, when he made those comments about not wanting to be traded, cited the fact that he's from here, his family is here, he wouldn't want to have to pick up and move somewhere else. And I can understand all of those concerns, but – At this point, it's about trying to enhance your value, and the best way you can do that is go be a part of a team that can contend for a title, a team that can go on a deep playoff run and show that you can be somebody that's relied upon in those circumstances. To me, that's your best bet. Saquon Barkley feels like a running back that's going to be poised to go year to year from now with NFL teams, as most squads are taking that approach with running backs. And so I think for the player, the best thing to do to enhance your brand is winning. And it ain't 
It ain't like you're going to be doing a whole lot of that with the Giants in the second half of this season. Agreed. 888-SAY-ESPN. Telephone number to join the show. Dr. Pepper call in line. What should Nuno's penalty be? Slash, give us the one player that should knock on the GM's door and ask for a trade. At uh, Gully WWE tweets, at Unsports ESPN, the penalty should be taking a spear from Goldberg. Wow. I like that. That seems a little bit strong. I like it. I like it. You do like it. I like it. I like it. Logistically, logistically it would be hard to work it out, but I like it. I think it would be entertaining, right? And we're in the entertainment business. Right. Okay. Okay. Being speared by Goldberg. If uh, if Goldberg's not available, I volunteer. Okay. So (laughs) we're we're going to have the Goldberg spear on, you know, we sign off on the workman's comp. We just ignore that part of it, I guess. There we go. Yeah. We give him a wrestling move there. By the way, none of us said Derrick Henry. Do we think that a guy that has so much history in Tennessee now with this organization can ask for the trade? Or do you think it's one of these, hey, let's do this together. Let's have the sit down today. We know what's going on now. The reports are that Will Levis is going to be their starter with Ryan Tannehill hurt. Not that Ryan Tannehill is the starter, meaning that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. That feels like maybe more of a mutual decision. Like a conscious uncoupling? Yeah, like, hey, we're, we know we're getting back together the moment I conscious retire. Conscious uncoupling. Well, you know, that's what it's called now in Hollywood, right? Yeah, con- yeah, but that's what you're saying, is that they're yes. both arriving at the table saying, hey, we had some good times. You're not going anywhere. We want the best for you. It's time for us to mutually agree that we need to go our separate ways. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, should that happen? Because I think it should with Derrick Henry and the Titans right now, that they should have that meeting that Rand Carthon, their general manager, Mike Vrabel, their current head coach, they should, I said current for a reason, um, <laughs> that they should have that sit down of, listen, we're clearly not in the same mode that we were a, a few years ago. Yeah. Do you want to be here through this knowing that the contract you're looking at after the season with us probably won't look the same as it does this year? Or would you like us to explore a trade, and if so, where? Well, the contract is up at the end of this Correct. season. So if you're Derrick Henry, where can I go to enhance my value around the league? I'm knocking on 30. He'll be 30 in January. Mm-hmm. So we, we know that that's a line of demarcation for most players in the NFL, regardless of position, but specifically for the running back because they believe your more productive days are behind you. So if you're Derrick Henry – Go show the rest of your league your value. Similar conversation to Saquon Barkley, but we're talking about a much more accomplished player in Derrick Henry. Go show the rest of the league your value and, and, and the dominant traits that can help win a championship. And his physicality at that position, his size, his ability to be able to close out a game with four-minute offense because a team can give him the ball and he can pick up three or four tough yards every single time, to me, that that – that is the guy, if you're looking for help in the backfield that you want to target, that is a player that's worth giving up multiple mid-round draft picks for right now if you're a team that's on the verge of contending for a championship. If you're looking to close the gap with the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC or the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC and you need help with the running game, Derrick Henry is your guy. And just so people are aware, CCS suggested the Dallas Cowboys is an option there. I've brought up the Buffalo Bills as an option there as well. What about the Ravens? Ravens could be a good option as well. Uh, I would I would love to see it. It doesn't necessarily feel like a fit stylistically with Derrick Henry, but I would love to see that. I would love to see him there. Just load up on you, talent. You, you know you what know? it is? Just Lamar Jackson, we asked you to do a lot. You don't have to do a do lot less. in the running game. Do less in the running do game. Less. Turn around and hand it off to that guy. Protect your body T- a little bit more. Turn around and hand it off to a 265-pound running back. That's where I was And let going. him do it. Because you want Lamar to remain healthy, obviously, throughout the playoffs and put you in a position to win a Super Bowl. What is the best way to do that? Remove him Could from you the imagine running? that backfield with Patrick Ricard, a 300-pound fullback, slash D-lineman, and Derrick Henry, I'm telling a 265-pound running back? Doesn't he feel like he could be a 
Raven. It just feels yes. like it would fit him. Yeah, oh. because he hits people <laughs> oh. and he hits people hard. Oh. And you just always associate that, that with the Raven. So good, small. So good. So we just gave three options that are better than his current option. So to answer the question, yes, Derrick Henry should have that meeting with Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel. Yeah, and it's all about draft picks, right? Like that was yes. the reason I was pointing out the Carolina Panthers with Brian Burns. Yeah. Like that team is clearly shifting from defense to offense around Bryce Young. They don't have a first round draft pick. Mm. So trading Brian Burns and getting, you know, a first round draft pick plus maybe multiple first round draft picks seems like the right thing to do. If you're the Tennessee Titans, it's all about the future. Trade Derrick Henry. Trade Danico Autry. Trade DeAndre Hopkins. Those guys aren't a part of your long-term future. You don't even know who your quarterback is going to be moving forward. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to hold on to Derrick Henry, right. even if it's for nostalgia's sake. We're going to get your calls in on the trades because people have suggestions on the trades and suggestions on the punishment for Nuno. So we have to leave some room for people coming up because we have Goldberg, a Goldberg spear of Nuno <laughs> coming up. 888-SAY-ESPN. Dr. Pepper call in line. More trade possibilities in the NFL next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Oh, Smalls, Smalls is oh, there. Yeah. Smalls is She's there. there. Todd Sportsman like on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Poetic justice. justice. Poetic, Poetic justice. justice. Would you trust it? Hey. <laughs> this Come is on. So this, good. Ken, this, is, this is Kendrick's best work. Now, my, Ooh, my, wife, my wife loves Damn, the album Damn. I, I think this is his best work. I love Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. Ooh. I love work. the Janet in the background, though. The original version of that with oh, Janet yeah. Jackson song is great. Yeah, that's no. one of those songs you can put on repeat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, no, that's one of those songs you hope to put on repeat. Uh, oh. Hey, phrasing! What? What's wrong with what I said? What's wrong with what I said? I, I don't I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand. I what took it happened. one way, but I don't want to I, do, I don't want to know the way F took it. I don't want to understand the way F oh, took it. you do. You do. No, I, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure I don't. By the way, I keep looking over my shoulder because we may have a guest coming in at some point here. A surprise guest? Well, we may. Um, there's rumors of retirement around uh, here with someone that yeah. uh, we'll see if I heard that person. About that. Yeah, yeah. That we'll see if somebody may or may not be retired. We'll find out. Um, but we're asking you at eight 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 say ESPN. Dr Pepper call in line. Give us the one player that should knock on the general manager's door before next week, asked to be traded in the NFL, and then what Nuno's punishment should be if he does not land Joe Buck with us in the next week, based on uh, Greeny saying that. 
Joe Buck needs to be on with us. Tim in Ohio, listening on the ESPN app, joins us. What's up, Tim? Hey, how you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Um, I don't think he should go to um, the office, but I think uh, they should trade Chase Young. That's a good one. Former top pick in the draft. Second pick in the draft, if I'm not mistaken, by the Commanders a few years back. A big-time defensive end. Had high hopes for coming out. And, um, yeah, they're kind of in no man's land with him. They did. He's, he's, he's a free agent after this season. They're obviously not a very good team right now. I like that as a trade. Yeah, candidate. and they chose not to exercise his fifth-year option. So that lets you know that they might like not love Chase Young, especially since he's the second overall pick. There are some questions around his sports character and the motivator cuff. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see what, how that ends up playing out and how he finishes this season. But, yeah. That's a guy that you could potentially trade. If you don't think that he's a part of your long-term plan, if you're not going to play him north of, let's call it $20, $25 million a year on a long-term contract, then yeah, offload him. He's going to have a lot of value. He's going to be able to bring back draft capital. And for a franchise that's still searching for the future at the quarterback spot and may potentially be searching for their next head coach, this makes a lot of sense. Putting you on the spot quickly on this one, because obviously we didn't know the Trace Young one was coming. Is there a team that jumps to mind that you just like, oh, wow, if I could get him there? Ooh. That's it. Think about that. Let's go to the next call, and you'll think, we'll come back to that. Mm. JC in Alabama listening on the ESPN app. What's up, JC? Hey, I don't um I like that Derrick Henry, the Ravens one, but um, I think Justin Fields is going to knock on the door because Justin Fields, and I could drop him with the Jets even, and he, they, they, he would be better and they would be better. You could drop him with Seattle and he'd do good. You could drop him with Green Bay, you know, how Chicago went there with him. But, I mean, I think Justin Fields would excel somewhere else. But thank you, Cassie. I love that Derrick Henry to the Ravens. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I'm rooting for it too because, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about the purple on Fridays as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would like to see that, but Chase Chase Young to me, man, every team is looking for pass rush help. So I mean, Chase Young would make sense in a lot of different places. He makes sense in Miami, even though they have Brad Chubb and they've got um, Jalen Phillips. Adding that as a rotational pass rusher would be great. I think he'd make a lot of sense um, in in a place like Baltimore. So right up the Beltway, like they're, they're oh, a you team can that, see him in a Ravens. They're, they're a team yeah, that's been yeah. looking for it. Jadavion Clowney is really kind of. Their guy at Odafe Owe, like adding him, adds some juice to their pass rush. So there are a lot of places that make a lot of sense for Chase Young. Uh, Ryan in California, one hundred seven three. What's up, Ryan? I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Austin Eckler head to the office. Oh, oh for good one! Catch the ball. We need an elite receiver. Good one, Austin Eckler with the Chargers. Remember, there was That's conversation in the offseason about a potential trade with Austin uh-huh. Eckler. They had they had discussed that. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, they even gave him permission to talk to or try to attempt to go to another team. Yep. But part of it was to give him a massive long-term contract extension, which yeah. nobody's given running backs no, anymore. No, um, That's a good one, though. I haven't thought about it. He, he's a different type of back than small, as you're saying, uh, Derrick Henry to the Ravens because he's not a physical back. He's more of a do-everything kind of back. The San Francisco call and just say, hey, let's get another one of these guys? <laughs> yeah, that would make a lot of sense now. That, that would make a lot of right? sense. Yeah, that would. Because you said I, I the mean, power back in San Francisco. Adding, adding another weapon sense. does make sense, but I think that needs to be an edge weapon for the 49ers, which is why we floated Devontae Adams. Well, Dan Graziano did. I mean, we just. We oh, just, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> point. Yeah. Great point. Uh, Roland in Arkansas listening on Sirius XM 80. Uh, Roland is not there. Excuse me. Brian in Ohio on Sirius XM 80. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. How we doing? What's going on? First time caller, love the show. Thank you. I think Nuno oh. should have to hold his piss for eight hours 
And if he can, he has to drink it. Okay. Oh, oh my oh. God. No, okay, no, 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 we're not oh. doing that. Oh. <laughs> we're, okay. not do, we're not doing that. that. That feels like a call from HR waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, so a suggestion was made about Nuno um, potentially reenacting the Scott Hansen from NFL Red Zone on Sundays, where Scott Hansen does not use the restroom for eight hours. Yeah. Nuno not using the restroom for four hours on our show. That's fine. Do we make him not use the restroom for eight hours and go full red zone style? But, but who's going? Seems a little bit abusive. Maybe who's going to be the watcher, Pat, the bathroom watcher? Pat, I feel like that's uh, that's an HR problem too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think it's a Pat job just to no, make sure that the doors no, are locked in the bathroom? I don't, I don't think that's in no. his his job description. So, but no. I, I do like the tie-in to something that we already know. You know, like the Scott Hansen treatment or something like that. I think we're we're percolating a little bit. Yeah, here. we're getting closer to our inevitable outcome. How about this? A dollar in the take jar for every day pass when he's supposed to have him on. Mm. Two, Ooh. two or three. A dollar, a dollar in the take jar for More. every day that we run past More. having More a guest on. No, I don't think it's more. Because, listen, this is this is a tough kid. Having Joe Buck, Joe Buck in studio with us, that's hard to do. Oh, wait, you just had in oh, studio? No, 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 oh, no, no, he, he can be a phone. He can be on the phone. Okay, all right, okay. Well, yeah, Although, I, I think I think I think having him. Have, you just added a wrinkle. I'm just I saying. Like. I'm just putting it out there, like a yeah. dollar in the take jar for every day pass when he's supposed to come on. I think that's more than fair. To be continued. I or gave him a lifeline. To be continued. Although I think you just also gave him an impossibility to get Joe Buck in studio when he's doing a game in some other city, yeah. which which I think is is great. Uh, eight at eight, say ESPN. We'll get more of your phone calls in on this and the, the player that needs to go knock on the door and ask for a trade. But coming up. Respect it or check it. Next on Sportsman like ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. All right, Smalls, you got it. Respect it or check it. You fire statements at CC and I. We decide if we respect it or check it here Unsportsmanlike ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Boys, let's start with this. Respect it or check it as CC does the finger points that I love. Daniel Jones should start once he's healthy. I'm going to respect it, even though Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor have the exact same amount of touchdown passes, even though Tyrod has three less starts. The Giants are paying him a hell of a lot of money. Even if he's not your future franchise quarterback, just keep putting him out there because you already done paid for it. He's the most expensive bridge quarterback in the history of bridge quarterbacks in the NFL. 
Go ahead and put him back out there when he's healthy. I respect it as well. He'll never be considered as good as maybe he should be considered or has been because of the money. He's not that horrific. But because of the $40 million, he's going to be considered horrific. He's yeah. not great, but he's not that horrific where he can't get his job back. But you're going to want to pay the con- play the contract. Yes. he's He's got 17 touchdown passes in his last 23 regular season starts. What are we talking about? I think he's okay. I don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league. I think he's okay. Think he's not worst the worst quarterback in the league. But he's, he's not he's your long-term paid. quarterback. Yeah, Agreed. he's, he's yeah. getting paid to Agreed. be better. Yeah, Agreed. Exactly. Agree all around. Okay, guys. Respect it or check it. The Eagles and Chiefs will both be back in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say check it. We haven't seen a Super Bowl rematch in back-to-back years since Super Bowl 27 and 28 with the Cowboys and the Bills. There's a reason why it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl after you went the year previous because everybody is circling you on your schedule. You have a target on you. You are everybody's Super Bowl every single week of the regular season. So I I just don't see both of them getting back. I think it's plausible that one of them gets back, but not both of them. I check it as well. My reasoning, I I understand, is not good reasoning. It's similar to CeCe, but for me, it's like, well, I can't pick the same Super Bowl two years in a row. That doesn't mean they're not good. That just means, yes, as you said, it's hard, but my personal reasoning, not yours, is that, and I don't have enough of a reason to go against myself on that. Like, I think they're both awesome right Mm -hmm. now, Yes. but if they both weren't in the Super Bowl last year, that may be my Super Bowl. Yes. That's dumb. (laughs) That state, no, I'm serious. That statement I make is dumb. You're playing the probability. Yes. Yeah. But that's stupid. That has nothing to do with speaking on what they're doing this year. Smalls. Quickly, before we move on, is there one of those two teams that you think is less likely to get in? Philly. For me. I think it's actually Kansas City. I think it's Kansas City, too. I think it's Kansas City, too. There's there's more competition in the AFC. AFC. Yeah, I think it's Kansas City. All right, guys. Respect it. Respect it. Excuse me. There you go. Check it. The Vikings are going to make the playoffs. Respect it. It's my take. Of course I got to respect it. And if y'all have learned nothing in doing this show with me nearly two months is that I am going to die with the take unless I have new information that absolutely makes me move off of the opinion that I'm going to stay with the take. I'm going to stay with the opinion. You look at the Minnesota Vikings. The question is, do I trust them more than the third-place team in the NFC East, the third-place team in the NFC West, and the second-place team in the NFC South? The answer to that right now today is probably yes, and I'm going to feel better about it when Justin Jefferson gets back. When you look at their remaining schedule, it's hard not to see the Vikings rattling off several wins uh, over the next month and a half. Check it. I think they are who they are. They're going to be around an 8-9 and nine team, maybe 9-8. and eight. I know that may actually be enough to get in the playoffs, but I'm going to say check it on that. I had them as an under before the season. I think they're quietly rebuilding, although we've made it kind of loud. Um, I'm going to say check it. I'm going to respect it. I think Kirk O'Chain hey. is, is coming around. And I just thought there was no way they were going to be what they were last year. It was just too much luck. But I didn't think they were going to be as bad as we saw them to start the season. I think the truth is somewhere in between, so I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Mm. Respect it or check it. Jim Harbaugh is going to be coaching in the NFL next season. Check it. Jim Harbaugh is a living legend for folks at Michigan as a player, and he's quickly becoming that as a coach, being able to restore this program to being one of the elites in all of college football. He's too big to the business of college football to fail. I don't think the NCAA is going to actually run him off with this latest investigation. I think respect it. And here's my reason why. It comes with a question. CeCe, how good is his quarterback, J.J. McCarthy? 
pretty damn good. If he's that way, Georgia's awesome, but Georgia's not as awesome maybe as they were last year. Alabama, I think, is going to end up back in there. They're slowly but surely creeping up there. I don't know that there's an unbeatable team in college football, so it may actually be them. If they win a championship and the NCAA is hovering, and you've got two former places that he played, the Chargers and the, the Bears that could be calling on him, I'm going to respect it. I say he goes back. I to mean, NFL. he could be a twenty million dollar a year coach if the bar is Sean Payton at eighteen million dollars. Yes. he could be yeah. twenty million dollars a year in the NFL. It's, and his resume would but warrant t- that. Could you about twenty? Yes. Like they're talking his about working out a awesome. contract extension at UM. I mean, there's a reason for that. Ward Manuel, their athletic director, is worried about him bouncing to the NFL. He does interviews with NFL teams seemingly every offseason. Yes. So and it, the two places that you outlined, Evan, the Chargers with a quarterback that Greeny shared with us that he loves, and, and the Bears Herbert. will have a quarterback in Caleb Williams, and so, that he yeah. could build. Yeah. Let's also note Greeny shared with us that he talked to Jim Harbaugh about football at a funeral. Go ahead. Also, real quick, what if he doesn't win a championship this year? Does that change your respect it or check it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I, but it's not hard to, to connect the dots on that stuff. I kind of think he's going to the NFL either way. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're respecting it. I'm going to respect it because all, there's a groundswell of things happening in college football against Jim Harbaugh right now. And I just wonder if he's tired of it. I wonder at some point if he's like, gosh, NIL, the transfer portal, all of this stuff happening with the NCAA. I could go make $20 million a year and not have to deal with any of this stuff. Mm. I, and I know that he has Michigan in a great place, and it would be very hard to walk away if they don't get it He'll done. He'll be there forever, though. Like, he can make whatever it is, $11, $12, 13000000 million a year at Michigan for the rest of his life. Yeah, they, That's the other part of this. I'm saying this with the understanding they cannot hire a better coach than him. That doesn't no. mean they can't hire a good coach. They cannot hire a better coach no. than him. No, and especially so one that has guys. the ties to the program, both yeah. Schembechler, well, that, all of the things. Into it, yeah. Exactly. They, they can't find anybody that's better and that's more of a Michigan man than Jim Harbaugh. And we talk a lot about how Deion Sanders has made Colorado relevant. Now, Michigan is a legacy program, but having Jim Harbaugh as your head coach, you are relevant. People know him. We're talking about him all the time because of the history he has. Not only with Michigan, but in the NFL. So, yeah. I think Plus, with the Big Ten, I mean, I mean, basically expanding the conference to include USC and UCLA, expanding their profile, enhancing their profile. Like, you, you want Jim Harbaugh to be He's one of the very best coaches in all the college. Can't football. wait for that Rutgers USC Big Ten showdown coming up. It's going to be a barn burner. Sorry, right. Carlin. I love you. <laughs> Last one, guys. Respect it or check it. Victor Wembanyama is going to live up to the hype surrounding him. Okay, so living up to the hype would be first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer in multi-championships. Yes. It is so unfair to even suggest that he's going to do that, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't feel like a Hall of Famer already to you? does to me. He's doing things we've never seen. People compare him physically to a guy that went to CC school, Ralph Sampson. Ralph Sampson was an all-time great center. Ralph Sampson looks nothing like Victor Wembanyama. No. I mean, he's an athletic freak at 7'5". I mean, the guy's dribbling the basketball between defenders' legs. Um, I'll say this. It, it seems like the odds would be stacked against it if he went to any other franchise other than the San Antonio Spurs, who have a head coach in Greg Popovich that has a track record at being able to get the best out of international stars. And, oh, by the way, an organization that had number one overall picks previously, and those guys being centers, and those guys ended up panning out, that, that being David Robinson and Tim Duncan. So I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say – out of all the situations that he could have gone to, this might be the best one for him. And the great thing about San Antonio is Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, those dudes are still around. Yep. They're taking Victor Webb and Yama out to dinner. They have a vested interest in making sure that this kid realizes expectations 
That's what makes the San Antonio Spurs a special place and most ideal fit for Victor Webinyama. So, yeah, I think he lives up to it. Here's the craziest part. So I go to the same place you go of David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Victor Webinyama. They ain't playing him at center, though. That's the craziest part. They just signed Zach Collins to a contract extension. They don't want – think about this. They have a guy who's 7'5", and they don't want him playing center, which speaks towards two things. His unbelievable athleticism on offense and maybe that he's a little bit more fragile on defense and you know, and to guard wing players. But he has an ability to guard wing players. There was a viral clip going around over the weekend of him guarding Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is 6'8", like the prototypical physical 3 and D wing of the Warriors – and he's, he's on ball defending him. It's yeah, but absurd. him being on ball, he can be four feet away from you and still <laughs> yeah. block your shot. He's on so the, he's, the other he's side. He's the primary defender, but it's almost like a damn zone because he, <laughs> he's sitting back so you can't blow past him, but he can still block his shot. When we say we've never seen anything like this, sometimes it's hyperbole. We've never seen anything like this. Yeah, he, Ever. Can, he can block your shot, steal the basketball, lead the break. He can shoot the three. He can post up. He can do – there's nothing on a basketball court that Victor Webinyama can't do. And he seems mentally prepared for this. I love his confidence. Which is hard to do, right? I mean, CeCe, you could speak towards it better than anybody yeah. can. When you go into the spotlight like that, I'm sure it's an adjustment period. Yeah. He's doing it at 19. But he's been playing pro ball overseas for several years, so I think he's more prepared for it. I mean, a part of why Luka Doncic was able to come into the league and have so much success is because he played pro ball in Europe, and he was ready for it. So I think there is a, 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 a preparation um, process that, 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 that Victor Webinyama has been through to allow him to be able to adjust to life in the NBA quicker than the typical rookie. But what I'll say is this, that game tonight against the Mavericks, I don't think there are two teams that are going anywhere, but I'm going to stay up 9.30 tip and watch that game on ESPN. I am absolutely going to be dialed into that because I want to see with my own eyes Victor Webinyama playing games when they matter. He's that's, must-see TV. And that's after you obviously watch what Javante and I will be watching, the Heat and the Pistons. Probably not going to happen. Oh, okay. My bad. That's that. probably not uh, going Mar- That's not even going to make one of the windows on the on the picture in the picture. That's not going to – nah, not going to happen. Mark in Tennessee, listening on 95.3. I'm shocked Nuno wants to continue to put people through on his punishment suggestions <laughs> if he doesn't book the ESPN phone tag guest for this week, which is Joe Buck. What's up, Mark? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? For every day he doesn't have him on, five minutes in the ice bath. I like that one. I like that one. I like it. Nuno is all about fitness and health. The cold tub is actually something that's supposed to be good, even though it doesn't feel good when you're doing it. Yeah. Five minutes in the cold tub. I love it. I like that one. But is that too much of like a a present? Because if Nuno is all about health, maybe he wants to do the ice bath. Trust me, if you're spending time in the ice bath, it doesn't feel like a present. It feels like an afterwards, but not in the moment. What do you think, Nuno? If you have to like cold sculpting or something, because I don't know. No, 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 no. Go get the ice bags at the grocery store. They cost $2 and put them in the bathtub and cold tub. It for ten, I don't, I'm gonna take it a, not just five minutes, ten minutes. So like ten all, minutes in the cold tub. All these big the time length, the length of the minutes. segment that Joe Buck should be on. In, in the have bath? him in the cold tub. No, well, we do six. Well, you guys never hit get out on time, so I'm screwed. <laughs> that might be like fifteen. Good, you know what? I'm gonna exactly. intentionally get the out later. The length of the then. segment that Buck should be on the show is the amount of time you spend in the cold tub. Ooh. Ten minutes minimum. I ten like minutes it. minimum. Every day. Every day that he's not on. Yes. Kind of like that. I it's a great idea, and it costs it costs you nothing, Nuno, to do this. Costs you nothing. 
Close mm. enough. I kind of like that. It's a great like idea. Coming up, we will have the most idea. unsportsmanlike moment of the day. But Brilliant. first, Canty has this from o- o- O'Reilly. Don't miss See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you'll get great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, cleaning products, and more. Get up to the $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate on select purchases, and their professional parts people will even install your wiper blades for free. That's free, 99. <laughs> Get ready for weather ahead during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by your local store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike. This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. The mom that's got the stroller and being hella aggressive and thinking that a stroller is a license to mow people down on the New York City sidewalks. I'm sorry, it's not. I, I don't care about your baby. Your baby's not cute for that matter. Don't try to run me over with the damn stroller. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. When you two are mom and pops in your own lives over there, just give it time. That's all I got to say. We have the unsportsmanlike moment of the day each and every day at this time. I, yes. ju- I still don't think I'm going to use the stroller as a weapon on the sidewalk. I'm not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Anti-baby. Yeah. I'm not. Listen. Can't F baby? Listen. I, I, the, the baby in the stroller should mean that you should want to be more careful if you're a parent, not more reckless. I, I don't. I don't. Mm, I, I can't stand folks that are new parents thinking that a baby makes you better than everybody else. It doesn't. I it didn't doesn't. help you make the baby. I didn't have fun doing that. So why why why, why should I put you above Get me? Get that Janet Jackson why, music going. Why should I put you above me when it comes to your rights to the sidewalk versus mine? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And this all started by Pat bringing up people being spatially aware and making sure that they don't get into others' personal space. That's not wrong. Pat cited this as a problem. He said he's over it. I'm just bringing up an example in my life of what I have to deal with. 
There's a difference between you using it as a weapon and not being able to maneuver it because it's actually hard to maneuver. It physically is hard sometimes to actually maneuver those strolls. You know what's not physically hard? Seeing me walking down the damn street <laughs> and knowing that you got time to get the hell out of the way. I'm going to try to get out of the way, but you should also try to get out of the way. That's how this should work, Evan. It's called courtesy. <laughs> they and see it, you coming. If you see someone that's like actively trying to move the stroller or something, but like, you know, it gets stuck or whatever, like, I'm not. Gonna be different, mad at it's that. a different feeling because, exactly. like, all right, well, they're trying. It's that they're struggling. That's a different thing. It's when someone's just like full steam ahead, walking like you don't even exist. That it's annoying. So, she's <laughs> looking at me like, see, you have Pat on your side. We know which one Evan was. Yeah, we well, know which one okay. he was. He was. A, I'm going to mow you down with the stroller, using the stroller as a deadly weapon on the New no, York City sidewalk. No, I see sidewalks. Evan as the type that's like, excuse me, sorry, sorry, my stroller's 100%. in the way. But don't say excuse 100%. me, sorry when you make no attempt to move the damn stroller. You're not really sorry, and you don't want me to. Ex- you want me to excuse a behavior that involves you not being courteous to others, but you expect us to extend the courtesy to you because you got a damn baby in the stroller. And like I said before, your baby ain't that cute. That's what that I, I just don't understand why that gives you license or carte blanche on the sidewalks in the New York City streets. I'm sorry. All right. Well, uh, we not have, sorry. We have some submissions today for the unsportsmanlike moment of the day. It could be the Philadelphia Phillies' last two games, losing to the Diamondbacks. Congratulations to Arizona, Texas World Series. Of course, all the coverage on ESPN Radio. Here's Charles Barkley, our first candidate. Unsportsmanlike moment of the day. Funniest oh. moment. Wildest moment. Charles Barkley on TNT talking about dogs in costumes. It wouldn't be one of our shows. I know what I'm dog. Come on, man. <laughs> I tell you what, I hate when people put clothes on dogs. I hate when people put clothes on dogs. How do we feel about that? From Charles? Hard disagree. Hard, hard, hard disagree. You've seen dogs dress up at Halloween. It's adorable. Have you seen a dog dress like a hot dog? It's amazing. How could you hate that, Chuck? How? All right, I'm not mad at what he's saying there. Anyway, not uh, at all. Yeah, not I, at excuse all. me. A dog dresses a hot dog. Have you seen it? Adorable. You don't uh, have to dress a dog like a hot dog when there are literally dogs that are shaped like hot dogs. <laughs> the Dachshunds are, are the most ridiculous looking animal on planet Earth. But okay. anyway, I don't. All right, uh, another candidate, unsportsmanlike moment of the day. Excuse me, because I don't know how to say this band's name. It's spelled S T A Y C. I don't know how it's it's a K-pop band, all right? So successful band. What they do is that when they go to the respective cities, they wear the jerseys of the teams that they're in the city of. Yes. So this K-pop band went to Dallas last week, and they thought they were wearing a Rangers jersey. Uh, they wore a soccer team's jersey from Europe, I believe, instead of an actual jersey of um, the Texas Rangers. So they wore the wrong jersey. So think about going and playing in New York and wearing a Giants jersey. But instead, you wear a Barry Bonds San Francisco Giants jersey, <laughs> right? So that's what – and they didn't even confuse it with the New York Rangers. Yeah. They confused it with the soccer team. That's another uh, candidate for unsportsmanlike moment of okay. the day. Somebody's in trouble there. All right, so we have right, Barkley exactly. on the dogs. We have the K-pop. Uh, Javante, I guess, has a candidate today for unsportsmanlike oh. moment of the day. Javante, what do we have? Well, you know, I've just been minding my business all day till Kenty, you know, want to start things with me. So, you know, in the break, we just see him being the diva that he is, getting his oh, makeup done what? on the phone. No, just living life. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 See, Man. Look at that. Never wow. Me. See, this is Devontae oh, wow. using his powers for evil. Wow. This is an example of him. I'm, 
I am completely unaware of this attack. I don't know what's happening right that now. That is great. In between the break, I'm trying to set it up where I can get a haircut after the show. Is that what you were doing? I, I, that's absolutely what I was doing. <laughs> El Boogie came through. I needed a little bit of powder because I was getting a little, 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 little perspiration going on up here. A little glossy. But Make but sure Javante, you give him a good side. But Javante, <laughs> I don't understand why you're choosing to use your powers for evil in this situation. He chose violence He today. chose violence. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't have access to the ability, to the cameras. I can't use the cameras on Javante against him, but he turned around and used them against I me. Just, we would have never had that. this problem. You would have started with me. See, 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 got see, to be this, is why, something. this is why you cannot trust the character of one Javante Lawrence. Right. Untrustworthy. I told y'all the first week of the show, and I stand by it now. So we got Barkley with dogs. We got the K-pop <laughs> Rangers. We have Cece on the phone getting makeup. And Anti-Baby. And Anti-Baby. And Anti-Baby. Uh, and now uh, we have Michelle Smallman. There's no audio to this, but there is video on the oh, ESPN's no. U side. We'll, Cece and I will describe. I'll be play-by-play. He'll be the analyst here. Small oh, wow. trying to get onto a chair, <laughs> knocking down a microphone, and then having this moment of like, oh, oh my God. But I love the fact that she looked at the camera, though. She looked at the camera. Uh, I knew it was coming. Uh, I, I got a little moment. Oh, there's the Excuse camera. Excuse me. That's an unsportsmanlike. That is hanging on to the Ball, okay, yeah, I, I did not fumble. But you know that what? Small, Smalls did warn us at the start of the show. She's a little bit on the clumsy side. Sometimes with a black eye. Yeah, exactly. She, she, <laughs> I thought she, she told just... us that. So she lowered the bar. Like she, she basically, you know, lowered the expectations. Yeah. And her plan was this is to exceed. Exactly. I yeah, thought but it was a lesser these... athlete would have dropped the mic. Thank you, well, yeah, Pat. But I, I thought it was one of these. Oh, kind of like the D backs did last night. Drop yeah. the mic. Ooh. I thought it was one of these self-deprecating things that she was going to say, like, oh, I'm so clumsy. Since then, I've spent a ton of time around yeah. her. She was telling the truth. Yeah. I every mean, day she trips. Every, <laughs> every single day? Ev- I, I didn't hear you out like that, Smalls. Yeah. It's in my DNA. My dad's clumsy. My cousins are clumsy. I don't know what it is about yeah. the Smallman genetics. It's just, it's in us. Like, I, I will hit my head on the monitor next to me. I will bump into things. Well, I've hit my head on that monitor, <laughs> too. That's, that's, that's a challenge for our studio. Our studio is set up like a mini obstacle course because it's so tight in here. We got so yes. many things that we're trying to fit in here. So I don't blame you for that. But Smalls, you did tell you underpromised and overdelivered when did it she came, ever when it came <laughs> to when it came to your coordination and being clumsy. So, yeah. what so are we, I don't what blame are you. For but, that. but I will just say, as I tripped over the mic and grabbed it, sneaky athletic. You I caught you I caught the mic. I actually I actually knocked the mic on the floor. Remember, I knocked I knocked the mic on the floor. So I didn't catch it. So what's what's the winner today? Unsportsmanlike moment of the day. There are choices. We have Barkley on dogs. We have the K-pop wearing the wrong jerseys. We have Cece. Acting all big time on the phone, getting makeup during a break, and we have Smalls not almost knocking the mic over, but catching it. I think it needs to be CC versus babies. Oh, you're adding another one. A hundred percent canty hating babies. Yeah, canty hating. But babies. Pat, well, hold on, Pat. You said in the break that you agreed with me. Why is this just about canty hating babies? You thought it was a good take. Look, this isn't about me. No, that is true. No, it actually quite literally was about you. We started the show about you and your Phillies disappointing us in the CS. It's about you too, brother. <laughs> it's about you too. I think it's for me. It's CC on the phone with the makeup because I had not seen that before this moment, yeah. and that was amazing because yeah. CC does not act big time. And in that moment, if you're just seeing him, <laughs> he is certainly acting unintentionally big time. Yeah, and the funny part about it is he was talking to Laura. He was like, "What's going on?" He was so friendly to her, but this video doesn't capture that. On to Thursday, <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from six to ten a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80.
You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.